Well, hello there. Good morning to you. It's a new week in a new year, a brand new week and a brand new year, 2021, Monday, January 4th, 2021. That's Monday, January 4th, 2021. I <clears throat> uh, hope you had a good weekend. Uh, the holiday is over uh, and it's time to get to work. Uh, this is PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. Uh, that's what you Google to find me. Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right there at the top of the list. Bring someone along with you next time you come here. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, and I'm, a, I'm available on all sorts of platforms, and ho- hopefully they will work when you click on them. Sometimes they don't for some reason, and I haven't figured it out yet. But that's fine. <clears throat> as long as you get to hear me. Um, it is 16 more days until Trump leaves office, 16 more days. The countdown continues. Let's start with the recent, uh, most stunning news. And this is stunning, uh, about how, um, I'm going to get my glasses on. It'd be easier to read, wouldn't it? About how, um, Donald Trump, uh, has no criminal bounds, does he? Nothing is out of bounds for him. Uh, and if he doesn't go to prison along with his co-conspirators, I'm going to be really freaking angry. Um, we claim, I, I mean, we claim to be a democracy, but time and time again, high-ranking politicians are let off. I, I'm getting kind of sick and tired of that, you know? It started with Nixon. Nixon should have never been let off. I mean... Uh, uh, if anything, I think uh, Ford should be put in pr- should have been put in prison for pardoning Nixon. Forget it, and, and, and let's not forget about Reagan. Reagan, who um, traded arms for hostages. I mean, he should have gone to prison for that. Reagan. It, it just continues. I mean, every nearly every Republican. Oh, don't get me started on on the Bush presidency and Dick Cheney. There's a cloud over the vice president if you remember what the report said. It goes on and on and on, and I'm just getting sick and tired of it, and this man needs to go to frickin' prison. I've had it. Uh, No more. Anyway, in a phone call with Georgia Secretary of State Raffsenberger, Trump uh, can be heard attempting to conspire to overturn free and fair U.S. Democratic Democratic elections. In the recording, you hear Trump say, so look, all I, this is a quote. So look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have because we won the state. He's, the 11,780 votes is referring to the fact that Joe Biden beat Trump by 11,779 votes. So he's saying, oh, we need 11,780 votes to win this election. He's asking Raffensperger, Raffensperger, uh, to find those votes somehow. He's asking him to commit fraud. This is criminal on the state level and on the federal level. I mean, by the end of the week, there should be an indictment for Trump in Georgia. By the end of the week, there should be an indictment. I'll be shocked if there isn't. At one point, uh, Trump suggested Brad Raffensperger report uh, a different number when he said, 
this is what Trump said. And there's nothing wrong with you with, with saying, you know, um, that you've recalculated. Rastensberger responded, well, Mr. President, the ta- challenge you have uh, is the data you have is wrong. Raffensperger, by the way, is a Republican. He votes Republican. And he's being fried by Republicans. Even though he just ran... It's gotten to this point. You aren't a Republican unless you are toe to the party line. And yes, that is the correct quote. Toe, like the toe on your foot. Toe to the party line. It's not toe the party line. T-O-W. It's toe to the party line, in case you were curious. <clears throat> in another part, Rassenberger said it was an accurate election to which Trump responded, no, no, you don't. No, 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 you don't. You don't have, you don't have, not even close. You're off by hundreds of thousands of votes. That was a direct quote. If, you, if it sounded like I was stuttering, that was a direct quote. Um, then started the, the, the threats when Trump said, that's criminal. That's a criminal offense, and you can't let that happen. That's a big risk. You and uh, to Ryan, your lawyer, he just th- he threatened Raffensperger and and uh, his his attorney, the uh, Secretary of State's attorney. He continued with claims uh, that have been proven wrong time and time again, like vote shredding and machine tampering, and then said, "So look, all I want to do is this. I just want you to find eleven thousand seven hundred eighty votes." which is one more than, than we have. I, I think he meant than we need. Because we won the state. Uh, he continued threats by suggesting the, the law states he has to report accurate election results. He's, he's trying to tell him that, hey, you have to report accurate election results. They just happen to be different from what the actual accurate ones were. Oh, God, he's such a criminal. Uh, as the Post reported, Trump spoke with Raffensberger and Ryan Germany. Uh, Ryan Germany is general counsel for the Secretary of State, warning that by certifying uh, Georgia's election results, which showed Biden winning 49.5% of the vote to Trump's 49.3%, and taking the state's 16 electoral votes, the two are taking a big risk and potentially breaking the law. Critics condemn the uh, latest evidence that Trump two months after the election, is actively attempting to undermine the will of American voters. Uh, if you remember uh, my reporting, uh, Senator Lindsey Graham was among you know, several Republicans, both in and outside of uh, the state of Georgia, uh, who pressured the Secretary of State, uh, Raff- Raffensperger, to invalidate legally cast ballots. I mean, these Republicans are insidious, and they're, never, they're not stopping. But this is one phone call to one state. Only 16 electors. That won't overturn an election. Does this mean the same phone calls went to the Rust Belt states, Michigan, Pennsylvania? And this call wasn't last month. This call was just two days ago on Saturday. Well, long after the election was certified. <sighs> what a criminal. Now that I have your uh, attention, let's make an attempt. Let's try and fix the world. Uh, Democratic members of uh, Congress, late Sunday, joined the chorus denouncing outgoing President Donald Trump's uh, desperate attempt to pressure Georgia's top election official 
to find enough votes to overturn the state's November results, a failed effort that lawmakers and legal experts said amounts to an attack on democracy, as I said, and a blatant criminal offense. Uh, Representative uh, Ilham uh, Omar, uh, she's uh, d- that Democrat in Minnesota that Republicans really hate because she's uh, 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 from the Middle East. Oh, she's not from this country. <laughs> anyway, she said, this is clearly an impeachable offense. And I believe there is nothing under the law giving uh, Trump immunity from criminal process and indictment for this conduct. Unless he tries to, um, you know, uh, commute his own sentence. <laughs> um, and she went on to say, and that uh, the law and order uh, uh, say uh, say the law and order party is a farce because you know Republicans claim they're the law and order party, but really, um, <clears throat> Ryan Locke is a criminal defense uh, lawyer and former public defender in Atlanta. Uh, he told the New York Times that Trump could be prosecuted under Georgia's law that makes it a felony to solicit, request, command, importune or otherwise attempt to cause another person to engage in election fraud. Expect indictments in Georgia for Trump himself. Federal indictments better frickin' follow after he leaves office. I am so sick and tired of this. I really am. Uh, If you remember that ridiculous lawsuit last week, uh, well, it's been going on for a few weeks. Uh, I talked about it on Friday. Louis Gohmert filed a lawsuit which sought to prevent Pence from declaring president-elect Joe Biden the winner of the Electoral College. And and Pence was saying, you can't sue me. I'm just reading paperwork. I'm not allowed to change what's in the paperwork. (laughs) Anyway, uh, well, another attempt by Republicans to destroy our democracy bites the dust. U.S. District Judge Jeremy Kernodle dismissed the lawsuit because he had no, because uh, uh, Gomert had no standing to file it. And, and by the way, Kernodle, Jeremy, Judge Jeremy Kernodle, uh, Trump appointee, I believe, or was he a Bush appointee? I think he's a Trump appointee. Um, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, good old Pelosi. I don't really like her that much, but she seems to get the job done pretty good. Uh, She was re-elected to uh, lead the House as the 117th Congress convened on Sunday with with a slim majority. Uh, Members cast their votes for Speaker ahead of the uh, uh, swearing-in Sunday evening with Pelosi earning support from 216 Democrats, uh, which cleared the threshold of 214 uh, to be the House Speaker. Uh, three Democratic House voted uh, uh, members voted present. AOC was one of those. AOC rocks. Um, but the other members of the squad uh, backed Pelosi in her uh, bid for to be Speaker. Uh, House, uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, he's Republican, got 209 uh, votes from the Republicans. <laughs> <clears throat> so, we have, on, on this show, in the past, we've discussed my past. We've discussed the prison industrial complex here in the U.S., not just federal, but state prisons and local jails. I have personal experience in this. I've, I've talked about it uh, before, and, uh, and how I was thrown in jail for something I didn't do and had to fight it for two years. All that time, the police were withholding evidence, actual videotape of the crime, and someone else doing it. What a shock. 
I, I, you know, they knew I was innocent, but they, they kept on pushing. Corporate, uh, uh, corporate run prisons, uh, that are, uh, there for profit instead of finding the truth, uh, or for making rehabilitation for, for uh, prisoners. Now this was pretty stunning as well. A, a British judge early today rejected the Trump administration's attempt to extradite Julian Assange to the United States, citing the risk of such a move would pose to WikiLeaks founder and publisher's life. Uh, judge, uh, the risk is because the prison system is so horrible in the United States. Imagine that. The United Kingdom is saying that, that I mean, they will extradite people to some third world countries that have pretty bad prison conditions, but not the United States. No, no, no. The prison conditions are too bad. And they're right. Uh, Judge Vanessa, uh, Vanessa Barritzer, which is pretty funny because that's close to Barrister. Uh, anyway, she, uh, of uh, Westminster uh, uh, Magistrates Court warned that extradition would be oppressive by reason of Assange's uh, mental health and said the risk of the publishers committing suicide in the U.S. prison would be substantial. Um, though this was a good decision, I mean, Assange shouldn't be extradited to the United States, as far as I'm concerned. It still wasn't the right decision. Um, rejecting the U.S. request due to the threat extradition would pose to press freedoms? That would have been the right decision. Did I tell you I was making this show short today? I am making it short today. Uh, Britain today took another giant step in the fight for uh, against COVID um, with their immunization immunization program by giving the first shots in the world from the vaccine created by Oxford University and AstraZeneca, which I, I, I told you, I kind of like the AstraZeneca one because it's only a couple of dollars. They, they swore they would not profit off of it. And um, it doesn't have to be refrigerated like like uh, um, uh, Moderna or Pfizer. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be frozen. Kept at what is it? Ninety six degrees below zero. It doesn't have to be. So it can be given throughout the world without any problem. I remember AstraZeneca was the one that they found out uh, they made a mistake giving a half dose first, and it and it uh, protected against the virus even better than a full dose. Isn't that weird? Uh, they're, they're, still, uh, they're still testing that. But they've started giving out the, uh, the shots. Um, anyway, dia- uh, dialysis uh, patient Brian Pinker, uh, 82 years old, was the first to get the new vaccine shot administered by the chief nurse at Oxford University Hospital. Uh, Pinker said he was so pleased and that he can now really look forward to celebrating his 48th, 48th wedding anniversary with uh, his wife, Shirley, uh, later uh, this year. Good for you, 48 years. That's quite an accomplishment for any marriage. Anyway, that's it. (laughs) Monday, thanks for listening. Uh, It's Monday, January 4th, 2021. Monday, January 4th, 2021. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. Uh, that's what you Google to find me. I really appreciate you coming and listening. If you can bring someone with you tomorrow, please do tell your friends about me. Uh, um, tell them to, uh, Google 
Political Views TV podcast, and I'll show up at the top of the search there. And remember, boy, I'm doing this in less than 17 minutes. I haven't done one in less than 17 minutes in quite a while. I, I started this saying that I would try and make every single one under 20 minutes. It's been difficult. During an election year, it's been very difficult. I, 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 I don't know if you know this. I get up at 3.30, 4 o'clock every morning and put together news. And the only reason I'm finishing early today is because I got an appointment in 15 minutes and I really got to leave. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Remember, remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. This is Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.